babes, I'm Lauren Smith, also known as the sorority nutritionist. I'm a weight loss coach and registered dietitian that knows exactly how to help you lose 10, 20, 30, or more pounds all while having fun. I've gained and lost 20 pounds on my own and now help hundreds of women from around the world look and feel amazing by following my proven framework. Welcome, Laurel. I am so excited for this interview because you are the queen of fun. I'm excited to be here and share my story. Uh, you've really transformed my life. So I want to share it with anyone that is, you know, is struggling too. I love it. Now, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about where you started off on your weight loss journey when you first began to where you're at now? So, you know, I've really struggled with my weight my whole life. When I was younger, I was a ballerina and you know how conscious you are of your body during that time period. When I got to high school, I became a varsity cheerleader and that's very aesthetic driven as well. But unfortunately, like I couldn't just eat all the crap that the other girls were eating. You know, we'd eat the cake and I'd be the one that gained two pounds. So I've always been super conscious of what I was eating and feeling a little guilty about it. You know, I had some really bad eating behaviors when I was in high school and I got to college. So I go from being binging to super restrictive. I got to college and I learned about beer. So I'm basically drinking all my calories. Oh my God. I went to school. I went to college in the middle of the recession. I needed an internship to graduate. And I took a traveling sales job, which is what I do now, just in a little bit different version. And when you're out traveling all the time for work, you're always eating out, you're entertaining clients. And so it becomes all about the food and all about, you know, big portions. And I just, as much as I tried to lose the weight, I kept gaining the weight. I would think that I'd be eating all the right things. And I've been traveling now like this for 10 years. And it reached a point in January that I could not deal with it anymore. And that's when I reached out to you. Yeah. And I think I still remember back when we first met, when I first met you, Laurel, and you were going kind of through what you would eat out at these restaurants when you were whining and dining people or whining and dining yourself. And there was just the portions on the table and the amount of food that you have to order in these situations. It can just set up such a bad environment for someone who's actually trying to lose weight, regardless of weight management. Like, especially when you're trying to lose weight, it makes it so difficult because then you have all that food in front of you. It tastes really good. And then also couple that with not really understanding what balanced eating is. It can make you so confused and just tremendously frustrated. Well, you know, I always thought that I was eating healthy food. I eat very high quality food, but I eat rich food. And so I didn't realize, you know, the amount of calories that I was consuming. I was just like, oh, you know, I'm going to stay away from the bread plate and I'm going to drink vodka instead of wine. And why am I not losing weight? <laughs> I had no sense of how much I was actually consuming. And you just, you don't think about it till it's too late. Yeah. And I'm literally thinking about all the cheese you would eat when you would describe it to me. Like when I think of Laurel, I think of cheese and like charcuterie boards and wine and fun. And I mean, I'm not shitting on cheese. Like cheese can absolutely fit, but it's these foods, especially at restaurants that can just add up when you're ordering like the appetizers and all the starters and all the fun stuff. And it can just make it really hard. So kind of going back to your story, I love that you shared that and your struggles. I know you mentioned kind of January, I think it was January, 2019, when we had met and connected, you were at your highest weight from what I remember. What really sparked your motivation to begin this process of actually losing weight the the right way versus, you know, trying to do it on your own? Well, you know, I had tried before I had been paired with 
with a doctor who I really thought it was my thyroid that was an issue because on paper, I was like, I was like, I'm eating all the right things. I'm exercising, but I'm still gaining weight. So I go and I sit down and I talk with this doctor, convinced that, you know, my thyroid is my problem. Oh, he's, yeah. like, he's like, you're perfectly healthy. So he puts me on this diet. It was a very restrictive diet where I had to, I've consumed so much protein powder in my life. I can't even smell it. But at the time I was so desperate that I was willing to do it. And guess what? I was super successful. I think I lost 25 pounds. Oh my goodness, girlfriend. How did I not know about this? <laughs> so it, and this goes back three or four years, it, three or four years ago. But of course, you know, I am like, okay, I'm done. I know how to do this. I don't need to spend any money anymore. And I didn't want to have any more protein shakes. So of course the weight comes right back on. So I had rebounded, you know, 25 pounds in the span of a few months. <laughs> So, you know, I'm sitting on my couch in December. It was like December, January time period after the holidays where you've definitely eaten way too much food. And I, you know, I've been following you on Instagram already for a while. And I had stepped on the scale that day and I weighed 200 pounds. And I was like, this is ridiculous. You know, when I graduated high high school, I weighed 125 pounds. I'm 200 pounds. What has happened? (laughs) And so, yeah. And I hear this from so many women too, that they see that high number on the scale. And especially when you weighed 125 before, and you know, you might not be the same size and shape as you were in high school, but seeing that amount of weight gain, especially in such a short amount of time, it can be very shocking and honestly leave you speechless. Well, and I was just so desperate. It was like, I was trying everything that I could. I was like, you know, I'm eating the right foods. I'm exercising. I hate to exercise, but I'm exercising. You know, I'm not drinking. I'm doing all the right things and I'm still gaining weight because I just, I had no sense of portion sizes. Yeah, absolutely. So sitting on your couch, seeing that 200 pounds when you finally got on the scale, what inspired you to begin calorie tracking versus the other methods of weight loss you've done before? Well, you know, I'd already seen some success stories that you had presented and I really, I really connected with what you were trying to explain to the public. And I was like, you know, I think this is a different way of looking at it. I didn't necessarily understand the calorie tracking portion of it and how it fit in. But in the grand scheme of things, now that I see the big picture, it really is the easiest way to lose weight sustainably. I love it. Yeah. And I mean, obviously I love it because I preach it, but I think especially knowing like you did the protein shakes. Yeah, you lost weight with it. But this is such an important learning lesson for any freaking fit baby who's listening to this that, yeah, you can lose weight doing a program or diet or taking whatever supplement or shakes, but keeping it off, that's the hard shit, right? And if you have to keep taking something and be restrictive and not go out to eat and only have these protein shakes, I mean, what the F are you going to do if you have a lifestyle like Laurel where you're going out to dinner and you're on the road you know, whatever, 80, 90% of the year, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like it it gets so hard and we have to start diet programs. When I say diet, I mean like a weight loss program that we know we can actually stick to. Yeah, your diet may change when you're more of a maintenance place, maybe a little bit more fun and spontaneous and flexible. But if you're not going to have those protein shakes for life, girlfriend, why are we even doing it? Yeah. You know, and it was such a contrast from my normal life. I mean, I was carrying around a blender bullet in my suitcase because what are you going to do? I'm traveling, you know, 30 weeks out of the year, but oh my God. I want to do this. So, you know, you and I started working together in February this year and I was traveling full time and I really didn't know how my life was going to fit into the program or the program was going to fit into my life. 
but it worked really well and I've been able to stick with it. That's amazing. Now I want to actually backtrack. I want to talk about your diet before the calorie tracking, before February hit and you came into the TSM life. What did your diet look like, especially on the road? And I think this will be really helpful for listeners out there that I know this pandemic and COVID and everything has really changed things up. But for women who typically lead a very social and traveling lifestyle, what was your diet like? So one of the greatest things about being a traveling sales rep is the per diem or the expense account. So, Oh, yes. <laughs> you're in these fabulous cities. You know, you're in Miami, you're in Dallas, you're in Atlanta, you're in these food meccas. And I am definitely a foodie. So you sit down at the dinner table and it's like, yes, you have some limitations, but really like whatever you want to eat, you can have. And, you know, so that's the way I lived for 10 years. Like, okay, well, like I would really like this steak. You know, I would really like this glass of wine and the glass of wine turns into three glasses of wine. Well, you know, I'm with a customer and entertaining. It's okay. Before I joined the program, I was more focused on exercise and getting my steps in versus the actual food consumption. I was just like, I can eat just about anything, you know, okay, I'm not going to eat the bread. I'm going to stay away from ice cream. Like I really sectioned myself off to like foods that they're kind of off limits. I haven't been to a McDonald's in probably eight, nine years. So it wasn't like I was eating fast food. I was eating. Yeah. Which is impressive as a traveling saleswoman, to be quite honest, because you got McDonald's on every freaking street corner. Exactly. I was eating good quality food. It was just, I was eating very rich food. I was eating a lot of it and I was drinking a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we talked about this in coaching and for all of you babes listening to this, we know Laurel, just like many of many other of my fit babe clients and even myself had a treat yourself mindset, right? Because you're in these environments and especially with that expense account, of course, you're going to go for the really nice wine or the steak or whatever sounds really amazing or what's super special for the city that you're in. But if you do have that treat yourself mindset, and I know it is so hard for women who do like to go out and have a social life and for women just like you that consider themselves foodies. What advice would you give to those women who might be foodies and love food to death, but also want to lose weight? The one thing about halfway through the program, you said something that stuck with me and it was the 50% rule, having 50% of your plate being vegetables. And I don't know why that changed my mindset, but I had been so focused on protein and I eat so much protein naturally that I just, I hadn't thought about it. I had overlooked it. And when I changed my focus from protein to vegetables, it really changed my diet overall. I don't have a problem going and sitting down at a restaurant, not knowing the calories, because I'm going to focus on what vegetable I'm going to eat. And then, okay, well, I might choose a rich protein or, you know, choose a macaroni and cheese, but I'm going to choose a smaller portion of it. I don't feel like I have to finish it. It's like, okay, I'm going to taste this. This is what I want, but I don't need to gorge myself on it because, you know, I've already eaten a full salad. (laughs) Yeah. And oh my God, so much to unpack there. First off, true freaking fact. When Laurel, when you started to focus on the veggies and I don't know why the hell that clicked with you so much, but like the weight just started like melting off. I hate saying that, but like, I'm going to say it like the weight literally started melting off Laurel. But then I think second, what I freaking love that you just said is about not being obsessive with calorie tracking while calorie tracking, AKA meaning you can go out to restaurants. You may not know the exact calories and portions and best guesstimate how to put it in my fitness pal. But because of your habits of going more veggie centric, trying to order something with veggies, even if you're getting a fun food like steak or you're getting, you know, macaroni and cheese at this really decadent steakhouse or whatever it could be, 
you are focusing on the habits and what you can control instead of the fact that you can't cook your food. Mm-hmm. I, I think I actually do better with my diet when I'm on the road versus home, Ooh. which I think is a very unusual for most people because I go to a restaurant and it's just a free for all. Um, yeah. But for me, it adds a lot of structure to my day. It, you know, when I was calorie counting through my fitness pal, I ended up splitting my calories up by meal. So it's like, okay, I'm going to have, you know, 300 or 400 calories for breakfast, you know, the same for lunch and a section off for dinner. And so I would go into the situation knowing, okay, this is about the ballpark on the calories I want to have. And the one thing that helped me when I was calorie counting was adding in the calories for wine. So it's like, I love wine. I want to be able to have a glass or two. How does that fit into my day? Because two glasses of wine, that's 300 calories. It adds the F up. Exactly. So going in with a plan was very helpful for me. And that's how, you know, it doesn't matter where I am. You know, if I'm going to Starbucks, it's like, okay, I have three cal- 300 calories to spend. How am I going to spend them? Yeah. And this goes back to the whole calorie money piece of things. And I think sometimes we can have like a scarcity mindset around money and especially calories. Like, oh, I only have this many to spend, but you're really looking at it glass half full where it's like, yeah, half full, not half empty glass half full. I'm so bad at these things, guys, where you, you have this money to spend and it's like, let's treat ourselves with foods that we enjoy while also, you know, making sure we're getting those veggies on our plate. And it's just the balance. And I think it's this balance we overlook. Like you don't, once again, going back and picking on the damn protein shakes that you were having. Like we think it's like this one food that causes weight loss where it's like all foods can fit. And when you realize that and you actually realize what's important for weight loss, which is calories, it really opens up your world to being a foodie and still losing weight. (laughs) For sure. Absolutely. Now I want to talk about the final month of coaching because Laurel started with me in February, 2019. We had February, we had March, and then the dreaded April hit. April, 2019. If you guys are not up to date with current events, guys, that is when coronavirus hit. That is when the pandemic hit. That is when we all got on lockdown. I hate to break it to you, but you know, it's 2020, not 2019. Oh my God. I think you want to go back to 2019. Oh my God. (laughs) You know what, guys, I literally want to go back to 2019. I am shook. I didn't even realize that right now. So it was 2020 we met. Wow. Yes. Guys, we we really got to end this 2020 year. Just kidding. Besides the point, so February 2020 and then April 2020 was that final month of coaching for Laurel. Talk to us about what happened and basically the roadblocks you hit, to be quite honest, when the pandemic hit and how you still lost weight during that time. So this is a real testament to your program and just staying focused because I really had the wildest quarantine, I think, of anyone. So, you know, I'm a traveling sales rep. I'm traveling all over the Southeast. March hits and like, you know what? You should probably go home. Things are getting a little strange right now. Okay. So I remember all the girls and you in our Facebook group, all you guys were like all having different experiences with the pandemic. And it was so interesting to see that unfold. But yeah, I think all of you guys were starting to freak out a little bit about like what was going to happen with my weight loss during this time. Oh, for sure. And it's like, okay, so I'm home. So this is great. I get to go to the grocery store. I can meal prep because everyone else was meal prepping. I'm like, what's this meal prep? I can't meal prep. (laughs) I've never done that before. For the first time in my life, like I'm actually being able to like keep food in the refrigerator and meal prep. You know, I sit on my couch for a few for a few weeks working from home, and my boss calls me and furloughs me. 
I didn't even know what a furlough was, but you know, suddenly I'm sitting at home. I don't have a job. So I'm really focused on myself and like, what's going to happen with my future. My living boyfriend and I get in a fight and break up in the middle of it. And he can't move out. Where, where's he going to go? I remember that. We're in, the, we're in the middle of a quarantine. It's like a lockdown. So now I have no job. I'm super stressed out. I'm living with my ex-boyfriend. And, you know, I just sit down. I'm like, I, yeah, I have to make the best of this. That's when, you know, I started exploring menus and meal prepping. And instead of going to the gym, because you couldn't go to the gym, riding my bike on the beach and just trying to do all the luxurious things that you can do from home that you never have the opportunity to do when you're running around working so much. So I ended up being furloughed for 90 days and I lost the bulk of my weight at home, just enjoying myself. That is so amazing. Do you know off the top of your head, how much weight you lost in the program before Corona hit and then how much you lost during the pandemic? Ooh, no, not off the top of my head. So I came into the program just a little over 200 pounds. I hit that 200 pound mark. And, you know, right before we, right before we started the program, I kind of tipped that scale a little bit. So I try not to focus on that, but (laughs) don't think about it. (laughs) You know, I think I had lost a, you know, seven or eight pounds before Corona like really took off. And then when I was home, I lost another 10 pounds at the end of the program. I ended up after the program ended, I lost another two or three pounds. So in all, I'm down 20 pounds from where I started in the beginning of the program. Absolutely amazing. And I think, you know, there's this whole argument with coronavirus, right? Like during a pandemic and during like traumatic, really intense times, like, of course, like focusing on weight loss when like you're really worried about losing your job, like, you know, there there's this whole argument, right? Where it's like, don't try to lose weight during a pandemic where it's also like, if you don't lose it now and it's something that's making you feel good and putting your energy in a positive place, that's also improving your health. Why not doing, do it during this time? And you really had all the odds stacked against you, right? You had lost seven pounds, but you still hadn't hit that 10 pounds club. And now all of this, all these major life situations and then world situations kind of unraveled and you stuck to the plan. And I think that's truly amazing because you made more progress during coronavirus, to be quite honest, than you did before, right? So crazy. Well, and you know, I think it comes down to perspective. It's like, yes, I could have focused on all the shitty things that were happening around me. And it goes back to, you know, the treat yourself lifestyle. Well, you know what? Treating myself was treating myself well and making sure that I was well nourished. And, you know, I was outside of the beach sunning myself and just, I know you, know, you lived the best quarantine life, by the way. What did you call it? You called it quarantine something. <laughs> Or furlough land. Uh, yeah, I was like, for it, furlough land. I live half a block from the beach. I'm never home. I hadn't had that good of a tan in 10 years. I was just like, you know, I'm going to make the best of it. And I think trying to find that happiness in that crazy time was really helpful. Yeah. And I'm literally just picturing some of your Instagram photos where you were like tan, beach, bathing suit situation with like, a glass of rosé on ice and cheese board. And I'm just like, why am I not at Laurel's? Like what's going on? Like this girl was losing weight and she's living her best life during this pandemic. And I think, yeah, I think perspective is everything. And that's where really the whole show, show up for yourself or show, show the F up for yourself is what I say often kind of comes into existence as part of the sorority nutritionist. Cause I think 
if you're not going to show up for yourself during difficult times, what, what makes you think you're going to show up during like the easier times, right? Like that's when you're most distracted. And if you can do it during the most difficult times, like it just shows you how powerful that you really are. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Now, knowing you're 20 pounds down now, I know you've kept the weight off because obviously we're recording this episode months after we've originally met and worked together. What advice would you give other women about not just losing the weight as a foodie, but keeping it off? Because you've lost 25 pounds before. Now you're down 20 pounds. You're feeling super confident. You're in a really good place. What makes this time around different as a foodie so you don't go back to those old behaviors that you've had? You know, it's really treating it as a lifestyle. It's like, yes, we came into the program. We were very strict about calories and trying to make the right choices. I have a really good gauge on what I'm consuming now without having to go to my fitness pal. But every choice you make is either a step forward or a step backwards. Awesome. So, it's, you know, when you sit down to eat, it's like, okay, well, yes, I would like the rich food, but, you know, I also need a big side of broccoli. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not afraid to deviate from the menu. <laughs> you know, I'm not super picky, but it's like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need vegetables. <laughs> there's, I know there's vegetables somewhere in this place. I do like, you know, I eat cheese every day still. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Let's frame that as a quote. I eat cheese every day and I lost 20 pounds. Is that my claim to fame now? <laughs> cheese and rosé. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The one thing that I picked up that I still keep with is when I'm home, I measure the cheese. So it's like I can eyeball it and I get okay. But, you know, one ounce of cheese is typically 100 pounds, 100, 100 calories, no matter what cheese you're looking at. And it's like, okay, well, you eyeball it a little off, you're at an ounce and a half. Well, I was going to have a glass of wine with that. So I really need to make sure that I'm keeping it engaged. So I have a little food scale. I bought it off of Amazon and, you know, it really comes in handy to keeping me focused on that. Yeah. And you know what, Laurel, I wasn't even going to ask you this, but I know like you're so on track, which is amazing, right? Like I love catching up with clients when they're like on track and like they're still the same weight that they ended the program with. And, you know, they've, they've kept up with their results, but I'm sure at one point or another, I mean, God, like I just came back from my honeymoon. Like I definitely indulged and I know, you know, it's going to happen if you're a foodie like me or Laurel, like it is going to happen. My question for you is, have you gotten off track in any capacity? And if you have, what have you done to just get back right on track to where you, where you normally eat and, and how you normally live? Oh yeah, for sure. It's, you know, and I make no, um, it's no secret that I consider myself to be a big party girl. I love to socialize. I love to drink. Which makes coronavirus so hard for us. You know, sometimes I drink too much now that I'm out and about, but you know, I love the way my body feels right now. I feel very sexy and I can feel when I eat something that I probably shouldn't have, or I wake up the next morning and I'm hungover. And that is enough to help me reset. You know, you're always going to have days where you're going to go a little off track, but trying to make sure the next day is a new day. It's a fresh day and trying to get yourself back into back into the game is, you know, half the battle. Yeah. What you just said is all about mindset, mindset, mindset. You can dwell on the past and what you ate the day prior, or you can dwell sitting in bed hungover the next day about how many drinks you had and how much of an idiot you are because you feel like shit in the morning, but that's not doing you anything. Like you can only focus on the next meal, the next snack, the next food choice you have the next day and how you're going to live your life today. 
And I think that's so important because if we took more of that mindset on our weight loss journeys and even on our weight management, weight maintenance journeys, once like we've lost the weight, I think we'd see a lot more success. I consider it to be progress, not perfection. Yes, I would love to be closer to the high school weight. I don't know if it's attainable with my lifestyle and that's okay. You know, I'm much healthier than I was in January. I have a really great plan. I've really transformed my lifestyle, but kept the fun aspects of it. You know, I'm not scared of the wine. I'm not scared of the bread, but I know moderation where before it was just a free for all. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So many nuggets of wisdom. I love it. I hate that expression, but I damn used it because it's so true, Laurel. Before we let you go, any words of wisdom or advice you give to Fit Babes about losing weight while having fun that you haven't already shared? Well, you know, the first thing is you really need to focus on the diet, not as much the exercise. The exercise comes along for the ride and definitely helps you feel healthier but you're not going to exercise your way out of a bad diet as like every personal trainer will tell you. (laughs) I I don't like to work out. I don't work out a lot, but I know that it helps me feel better. So when my diet's in check, I'm more active. And I think when you're focusing on the food, the exercise comes along for the ride. The other thing is you just can't be restrictive. When you're thinking about that damn brownie all day, and you end up eating everything but the brownie, you did yourself a disservice. You're going to eat the brownie. You did yourself dirty. You really did because the brownie is not causing you to gain weight. It's the fact that you're exercising and not having any clue about how many calories you're consuming. And then you're over consuming calories. And then that causes weight gain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, have the salad for dinner and have the brownie or, you know, section the brownie out, share the brownie with a friend. You don't have to eat the whole damn brownie. But you're just going to dwell on it for such a long time. Whereas if you just taste it and enjoy it and savor it, move on. You're done. Yeah. And what a perfect way to end because you're just living proof about the fun aspect of what I like to preach at the Sorority Nutritionist and just with my method and program where weight loss can be fun, but I believe actually it should be fun. And I think because you have found the fun in food, but you understand the balance of it all, that's not only why you lost weight, but that's why you're able to keep it off now because food is fun. And I think if there's anything that women listening to this should remember is that food should be fun and enjoyable. Like you should not be on a program that makes food bad or off limits or makes you feel like crap if you eat a brownie. Like that's wild. Like you have one life to live. Coronavirus has taught us that, right? And if you're going to live your entire life obsessing over a brownie, but not eating it, that's not a life I want. No, me neither. And, you know, I'm really thankful that I got to meet you and we work together because it's really transformed my life for the better. And I'm super happy to share that with everyone. You're the best, Laurel. Love you. Love all the Fit Babes. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much, Laurel, for being on air. Thank you. Bye, guys. Looking to lose 10, 20, or 30 pounds? You are not alone. I've transformed women to become fit babes all around the world with my proven method. Apply for my group coaching program at thesororitynutritionist.com.